Hey guys, what's up? We're a day late, but we're here. Um, we're gonna wait for Dee and Cara to start up and join. Um, what's up everybody? We're a day late, so hopefully everybody still remembers to join. I posted a story, that way people knew what was going on. What's up, what's up? Wait, Cara's in here, yeah, Cara. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Good. Oh, Dee Dee's here. Hey, little sis. So much talk about. I know, right? Oh, my goodness. What is going on with my lights? Hi. Hi. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> you. Doing good. Good. So, season five. Hey, Don. Season five of The Other Way started and holy shit right yes. like everybody at home was like screaming at their tvs it's just it's craziness <laughs> like legitimate craziness and then cara i learned that you might have a personal connection to one of the people on the show which i'm really interested in talking about that. So we're gonna get into that later i just want to talk about the craziness so first of all kenny and armando and danielle and johan they snuck them into the season I mean, I tried to avoid as much of the the initial trailers and stuff as possible because I don't like to ruin it. You know, I like to try to go in like, you know, like yeah. without knowing everything. People people love to send me screenshots and, and pictures of it. I don't really like that. I kind of like to watch it play out. But were you guys surprised to see Kenny and Armando? Because I knew Danielle and Johan were going to be there because people ruined that for me. Yeah. They told me. But you were surprised I, too, right? But, yeah, I was very surprised. I was excited. I was excited because I've been like, they're like one of my favorite couples ever. Like, I was like, really? oh my gosh, I'm gonna see my favorite, one of my favorite couples. So, yeah, I was surprised, I but okay, yeah, so I was glad. I got an unpopular opinion, right? So, I like Kenny and Armando, but Kenny and Armando are in love, so they're kind of dry. And I know people are gonna come for me, but it's like when you love each other and you get along and everything is great. You can't really entertain us because you know we tune in for the drama so it's like i love them i think that they're amazing i think they're great i think they're in love i think they were the first representation for us for a uh, same-sex couple so i appreciate and love them and their contribution that they gave us but i don't know like moving to mexico city that's like the drama like how do we feel about well and also armando wants a baby and kenny's 60 right 60 is yeah. not old you know at this point we don't use the word old anymore because people are doing things at older ages now that they were never able to do anymore. So we can't just rule out the fact, oh, he's 60, he shouldn't have a baby. But he's already raised his kids, you know? So it's like, does he really want to start over and start raising a baby? Because he didn't say like adopt a 15 year old. He said they want a baby. Because I was like, maybe just adopt a 15 year old. You got like, what, a good five or four or five years and they're on their way? You know, that might be a better, yeah option you know but my mom died when she was 68 so i have a really tough time i i get that people are living longer and all of that stuff but i have a really tough time with that i mean i was thinking about it last night i was like man that if that if that happened you know god forbid that that happened he the kid would only be eight years old and armando would literally be stuck raising this kid by himself you know kind of essentially again i love yeah. kids though but man 
I think that's a terrible choice. Yeah, I'm with you. Dee Dee, how do you feel? Me too. I mean, they should have, you know, they should have really talked about it before, you know, they really, I mean, before, even before they got married, which I knew it, the conversation was on and off, you know, every since they come on the season, um, especially once they got um, engaged and then it come up again whenever they got married. But they need to get on the same on the same um, page. Yeah. I get it where Kenny's coming from because he's older. You know, his kids are grown. He's a grandfather. And I get it where Armando's coming from because he's still young. He only has one, you know, one child, um, you know, which Hannah is. Oh, my gosh. She is adorable. But, I mean, I, I get both sides. Yeah. But they have to be on the same page. If not, then, Yeah. So far this season, neither they're not on the same page about anything because Kenny wants to move to Mexico City. Armando is good in the small town, and they're not they're I'm, not agreeing on nothing. I'm with Armando on that. I wouldn't want to live in Mexico City. There's too much, too many bad things going on in Mexico City. Okay, so I want to ask you some questions because I don't, I'm not familiar with Mexico City. Like other than like Cancun, I don't know a lot about Mexico. So I want to ask you some questions. Like, is it true what Armando was saying that it's really like? a crime ridden city or is that just yeah. like you know in america certain parts of certain cities are is it like that everywhere or is it just yeah, like mexico mexico city is really bad mexico city is one of the worst um you know cities in mexico um if you if you i mean people will um kill you just because of the shoes they lack on your feet if you when you get off um the airplane at the airport you need to look as poor as possible no jury no nice clothes if you're walking around like if you show any kind of signs that you have money especially if you're an american or if you're uh, or if like the hispanics go back over there i hear this all the time with my h2as you know because i work with the h2as they have to really really be careful because that's one of the places that they get they get off the airplane at that i mean they they're just like waiting around the the corner and you have to make sure that um a taxi is a legit taxi because they will kidnap you wow. or you know take you down the road and and rob you yeah mexico city is really bad i w i don't even want to go to mexico city i look, really <laughs> looked it up it's really bad yeah so armando's not he's i mean he's not um exaggerating he's telling the honest truth it's it's a really bad place Wait, Carl, what, what, what's the crime rate you said? I had to look it up because I was curious because I've never been to Mexico, but it said 48.6%. And so, I mean, that's pretty freaking I've, high. I've, <laughs> yeah. never, I've never heard it that high before yeah. in my life. Yeah, it's high. Okay. Yeah, so, Mexico City is really bad. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they don't move to Mexico City now. See, I didn't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a city guy, you know. I grew up in Louisiana. And then I lived in Ohio, and now I'm in Florida. Like, I'm a city person. Like, if yeah. a Walmart or Target is more than 30 minutes from my house, like, as of right now, like, the closest Target to me is, like, 35 minutes. That's that's too much for me. Like, I need to be closer <laughs> to things. You know, like, I need to be closer to, like, pop and oh, chips. I want to bring, bring you here so bad to my little I, town. <laughs> I know never... country. I am country. Like, I, yeah, I'm country. I don't like the city. No. See, I don't. I I'm, I'm, I'm country. People, so. All right, so. I like my peace and quiet. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the peace and quiet. Like, part of it, like, the community I live in is super. You know what? This is unimportant. We need to talk about Holly and Wayne, okay? So, that, that's. We got all that 
George, we got all night, okay? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> want to get caught up on, on other things, but like, I want to talk about Holly and Wayne. Like, Holly is from Utah, and I didn't know this many people live in Utah. I want to say that we had another Utah person on another season. I can't remember who it was now. I can't either. Was it Nicole from Nicole and Mock Mood? I kind of feel like she was from Utah. No, no she's she from California. California. Yeah, she's from she's California. I feel like we just had a Utah person. Anyway, again, I'm getting caught on unimportant <laughs> things. She's from Utah, and she's um, dating Wayne, who's from South Africa. So I want to get some first impressions. I know we're, wait, Don, you're from Utah? Shut up. I didn't know that. So I want to <laughs> get some first impressions of Holly and Wayne, because obviously we know how we feel about Kenny and Armando. But like, yeah. I want to know what, what is, first of all, Holly has really long hair, which I thought couldn't be real, but it's real. It's yeah. real, which is amazing. So how do we feel about, first, let's do one at a time. Holly, how do we feel about Holly? I think she's adorable. I can't wait to know more. But yeah, I, guess, I like her so far. But yeah. I, as soon as she, like the ADHD thing stresses me out because I feel like they announced that right at the beginning Mm -hmm. to excuse the behavior that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Because when she was like, oh, I've been married twice. My second marriage lasted 12 hours. Yeah. And I was like. And her first one was, was only two months. Right. So you've been married twice for two months and 12 hours. like. <laughs> and now she's about <laughs> to get married again. And it's like, oh, and just one week after she arrives and meets Wayne in South Africa. And we got to talk about the South Africa part because remember back in the day, um, Nick, not, Tiffany Franco Smith, no longer Smith, was with Ronald. And we kind of yeah. learned about how crime is pretty big in South and certain parts of South Africa as well. And yeah. she was in the earlier or in a later preview, she was talking about how he had been robbed so many times and they, it's just dangerous. And yeah. it's like, she's going to be moving there permanently. And her mom is going to be moving there for three months um, to, well, the first week is to be a chaperone to make sure that they don't, there's no bananas and donuts situations <laughs> going on. That's the first part because they're just, no heavy petting, no heavy petting, none. <laughs> Didi, that's what we're talking about. Heavy petting, bananas, donuts, none of that. Her mom will be there to chaperone to make sure because they are non-practicing or should I say like non-active. So um, Jehovah's Witness. So no sex until marriage, which not new to me. I was raised seven day Adventist, which is extremely close to Jehovah's Witness. So there was none of the heavy petting DD at all <laughs> where I was raised. And that was, that was unallowed, wrong. So they're in their forties, right? And I believe they're no, 40 and a little younger. And they're basically following the no sex. So imagine that even now we're going to have her mom there to chaperone to make sure that nothing happens. I love the dedication that they're putting into this because I'm going to sound stupid here, but I, sometimes I feel like sex rushes relationships. And then before you get to know someone, you end up having sex and then things don't work out because sex complicates things. But so I do think if the sex is bad, then you're only married for 12 hours. <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah, that's true. It's an annulment at that point. It's an yes. annulment. Dan, remember Danielle and Muhammad? She yeah. wanted that annulment super bad. Yep. It's just an annulment. You could just pretend like it never happened. Yeah. There's no legal. Wait, is there even a legal record of the marriage if it's annulled? Yeah, it, it never it's even happened. It's just a mistake that you don't even have to admit to. Like, yeah. if, unless someone knew about it, you never were married. So yeah. I definitely feel like the mom living there is going to complicate the relationship because they're only going to know each other for that week and then they're going to be married and then for the rest of those three months her mom is going to be there and 
mother-in-laws mean well, but living with your mother-in-law can drive you insane, right? Yep. I can't, I can't live do it. with nobody. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I can't. Oh, I can't. I, I know. I like my privacy too much. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think he's cute. I think she's cute. I think that it's going to be a disaster when her ADHD comes out again. I, I don't know. I just, she seems very, um, she seems, I really like her so far, but she, she comes across as very picky about everything. Yeah. So I have a feeling that that is going to drive him mad. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I know that it's kind of like Amanda yeah. from, um, yeah. before the 90 yeah. days, she doesn't like anything. She doesn't eat anything. Everything has yeah. to be a certain way. I get that vibe from her. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm weird. Like, I have, like, a cleanliness issue. I'm kind of like a mini Dr. Carter in a way. Like, I clean a lot. Like, I don't bring, like, Clorox wipes and stuff. But, like, I am weird. Like, if I'm at the airport, there's no chance I'm using that bathroom. You know, like, there's no chance. So, like, I totally get that. Yeah. But I do think that it's just going to make things harder for them. Because a week isn't long enough to meet someone and then get married. I feel like talking to someone online and meeting them as person is like two different meetings. Like, cause yeah. online, you can control what people see. You know, you can control yeah. how you act. When you're upset, you can turn your camera off, you can hang up the phone. But when you're in person, you're still in front of each other. So there's gonna be behaviors that they haven't gotten to see yet. So I just, right. I don't know. I feel like even if you've been talking for years, you shouldn't get married in a week. Yeah. Like you should take your time, I well, think. But I know that going over there, visas are short. You know, you don't have a lot of time to go over there and get to know people, you know, because the visa doesn't allow you to stay there unless you're, you know, married or applying for citizenship or whatever. I get it, but yeah. this is why I love the other way because I feel like we watch them go over there and try and fail, right? That's usually what we're watching. Well, I mean, she's already been there for a week and he proposed on day three. <laughs> so she moves quick, he moves quick. I think that they're both, they're gonna see why they shouldn't do that. Yeah, but maybe the they're getting married, and they're getting married a week after she um after she arrives. Yeah, and he said that she was gonna be mad, but once they get married, uh, he pretty much he's pretty much gonna kick her mom to the curb. Yeah, I'm with him though. Yeah, she gotta go. You know, like y'all are newlyweds. They said that they want to be intimate a lot. You don't need your mother in the next the room. Right. Yeah. Like, no, you don't need her there. Like, I think mother-in-laws mean well, and they're for holidays, birthdays, when you have kids, for the kids' birthdays. There's a time and a place for your mother-in-law, and it's not living in your house. And yeah. Don't come for me if you're a mother-in-law. I love you. I think you're great. But, like, it's just really, really hard to coexist, especially because that person is their, that person is their child. Yeah. So they're always going to be, like, mothering them. And now that you marry their child, they're going to try to mother you, yeah. too. And it's hard to mother an adult. Yeah. So it's going to get really awkward really fast. And there's going to be a lot of fights. And I feel like if the mother-in-law stays, that might end the relationship. I feel like the relationship is probably going to end anyway. But like the mother-in-law might make it happen faster. Yeah. Yeah, especially, if, yeah, especially if they sit in their own ways. So, I mean, because there ain't nobody going to walk up in my house and tell me what to do in my house or how to act in my house. I don't think so. Right. I'm setting my own ways. So um nobody tells me what to do so <laughs> i do what i want to do yeah so right. there ain't nobody else gonna walk in my house and tell me 
you know, yeah. how to, how I should clean or how I should do this. or So, yeah, I, I mean, I get it where he's coming from. But that is going to be, um, like he said, that's probably going to be the first fight that they have is because once they're married, he wants his, her mom out the home. Well, yeah. yeah, it's going to She can be there for the wedding and then go home. You know, go home. Yeah. You don't need to supervise. Once they're married, they're allowed to do whatever they want. There's no chaperone needed. You know, watch the wedding, stay a few days or maybe a week after so she's acclimated in her new environment and then it's time for mommy to go home. Yep. Because yeah. mommy's only going to make things harder, you know? Yeah. So I completely. So what do we think of Julio and Kristen or Kirsten? Kirsten. So Kirsten's from the Netherlands. Okay, so I tweeted last night. I was like, isn't it weird that Kirsten doesn't have any interest in living in America? And a lot of people sent me a lot of crazy cool facts about the Netherlands. Apparently, it's a beautiful place to live. It's an amazing place to afford to live. It's safe as hell. Like their crime rate is non-existent. I didn't realize. Now I kind of want to live in the Netherlands. So if you're from yeah. the Netherlands, let me know. We can try the K one visa situation. Whatever. Like I'm kind of <laughs> interested because, like, what I didn't because I was like, why wouldn't she want to come to America? But apparently, America's crap compared yeah. to there. Like it's a beautiful place. They don't even need cars. They just yeah. use bikes. The weather's nice. Everybody looked pretty. You know, I was just like, what is happening here? What is right? Portuguese president. It's beautiful. I was jealous. Yeah. And Julio feels, I keep calling him Julio because that's his, his nickname. And he doesn't want to live in America. And apparently he didn't, he's not from here. And first of all, English is his second language. And he said as a child who struggled with it, he did a really good job of learning English. If he wouldn't have told me or on the show that English wasn't his first language, I never would have known. He did a great job of learning English very well. And um, oh, he's a 27 year old DJ. And I've always said, it's not a season without someone pushing 30 who's still a dj right like i feel like that's something that we get every season i kind of yeah. feel like i thought christian was gonna be that this season um but he's not he's not a dj so yeah. we're gonna let that go but so how do we feel about julio i love them together first of all julio i'm so in love with his mom like i was crying for her because my son is 28 years old and he lives you know 20 minutes from me so i can see him whenever i want I can't imagine if he didn't live in the same country as me. That would break my heart. So, but at the same time, but wait, she brought, is he your only child? No, I have a son oh. and a daughter. Okay, yeah, I get yep. it. Okay. So I just, I, I don't know. It just broke my heart for her. But at the same time, she came over here with him. Yeah. So you know, she moved, so she gets it. But. I don't know. I think they're adorable together, and I hope they make it. I like them together, too. Yeah, me too. I like them. Yeah, so I far, they're my favorite couple so far. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I love that she's independent. She works in human resources, and I hated that she didn't like her accent. She's like, well, I wouldn't talk to him or video call because I was embarrassed of my accent. She speaks great English. Yeah. It's her second language. Like, we're not judging you. We don't have, like, a, a pen and paper, and we're like, critiquing yeah. you it's your second language most of us only speak this okay so like if you can even speak it we're impressed you know i i thought that yeah. she sounded good and um so she's supposed to come to new jersey to meet julio's mom and something happened at the at the customs they were holding her passport i believe so i don't know what happened we didn't get a lot on that i do remember when amira tried to enter i think mexico was it yeah. when she left france something like that happened to her and she got detained and then she got sent back 
So I need one of my resident PIs, you know, to tell me what's the deal with um, coming from the Netherlands to the U.S. Is it just a passport situation? Do you need a visa? Like, what are the, what's the deal with that? Why would they hold her? Well, from what I understand, I mean, from what I was picking up, it looked like they were just making sure she was legit to come into the country. So I don't think they were holding her. I think that was something that TLC did for drama. You know, it just, I, I don't know, make it look like she's, you know, doing something bad. All right, because she can't possibly be doing anything bad. She works in human resources. She can't be a criminal. Right. No, so I was like, what could she have possibly done so wrong that they won't let her there for a visit? Because the whole purpose of the visit is so she can meet his family and his mom and see how he lives so they can move back together and get married. I do agree with Julio for not being like openly honest with his mom about what was going on because I'm a, I'm a mama's boy. I'm the youngest and my mom and I moved from Louisiana when I was 15 years old to Ohio. So we moved cross country together and my mom is back in Louisiana and I've never wanted to go back and she gave me the full on guilt trip and she still does to this day. Yeah. Like she hates the fact that I'm so far. I'm actually closer now. I'm in Florida. I was all the way in Ohio, all the way up by Canada. And she reacted basically the same way. She was just yeah. like, abandon me. You're going to leave me. It's always been me and you. And my mom was a single mom. So it was literally us. So I feel like him waiting to tell his mom, I agree with it, but, but I hate that he did it because she was so hurt. And yeah. I, that's exactly how my mom felt. Cause she's like, oh, I'm going to move back home when I retire. And I'm like, not going back there. I don't want to go back. And I just remember how hurt she was. So I, I get why he did it the longer you wait, because you know what's coming. Because a lot of people are like, well, why don't you ever tell me anything? Because I know how you're going to react. And it's like, I want to try to prolong the reaction as long as possible, because I know it's going to be a bad reaction. I just feel it's hard for her, though, because I think he was the only child, right? Yeah. So yeah. She's, it, she's in another country. And then he's going to be in another country completely. She can't just get on a plane or, like you said, get in the car yeah. and go see her son. And it's like, yeah, he's 27, but he's not 27 to her. Like, for my mom, I'm still a kid. Yeah. She calls me and texts me. Or if it's um, when I was in Ohio, if it was snowing around, she'd call me, make sure you wear your hat and yep. your glove. Like, I'm still a child to her. So I definitely understand how that can make you feel when you have one child that child is linked to you and you want to be able to be there for everything, Christmas, birthdays, Thanksgiving, yeah. you want to be see them. So the idea of him being in another country, I think is, I think what she just said was don't go, right? At the yeah. last part of the scene, she was like, just don't go. So I don't know how he's going to do that because he seemed like a mama's boy, right? So I feel like, how are you going to get on that plane knowing that your mom is crying? I wouldn't be able to do it, right? My mom, she wanted to move to Louisiana. So she had to leave me. I didn't have to leave her because I don't know if I would have been able to do that. Yeah. Well, the other thing that bothered me was not only did he wait to tell her that, but he also went there and spent two months living with her and told his mom he was off DJ. So he, he's never even, you know, I mean, everything's a secret. That bothers me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got to defend Julio, okay? Because <laughs> he did have a point. He wanted to make sure that this was going to be a legit relationship and wanted to see that she was actually real before he wanted, he wanted to say anything to his mom. I get that part, but he still shouldn't have lied and said he was other DJing. But, you know, but still, he wanted to make sure it was legit. He didn't want to bring someone into the family 
and it not be legit, I get it. He's the only child. So, I mean, I, I get it. I just hope they work because I like them. I do. I, I like, like them together. I like I do. them I like together. I, I really, I really do. I mean, I, I get where he came. I, I get where he's where he come from. So he wanted to make sure because remember, they didn't even Facetime or anything yeah. for the first couple of months. He flew over there, and he didn't even know if she was a real person or not. Yeah, I know, right? Who who gets on Sorry. a plane? Reminded me of Tyree. <laughs> Tyree would have did that. Tyree would have got on yeah. that plane and not knowing if it was a real person. I mean, it pans out. It worked out. But I was like, after like three weeks, we got to like have a FaceTime call just so I know that you're real. You know, like I just got to know that. And yeah. he went over there blindly in COVID. So he went over there during COVID and they were quarantined together. That's how I know that their relationship is strong. Yeah. You can't lock people together that don't get along. Because yes. you would have to call the fire department. You would hurt the other person. Like, I yes. know that they're able to get along because not just two months together, but they spent quarantine together. And I think a lot of people's relationships ended during COVID because they didn't realize how much they hated that person. Yeah. When you were locked in that house with them for, you know, yep. nothing was open. You couldn't do anything. So now that I saw that they survived being quarantined together, I know that their relationship is strong. So he probably should have told his mom earlier, yeah. right? Like, I feel like, warning is always good you know when you're playing golf and there's a ball headed for your head and they yell oh <laughs> you know a little warning is always good so you don't get smacked across the yep. face right i just feel like he could have gave her a little bit more warning of what he was doing because i feel like it's been serious for him for a while yeah he should have told his mom when he got serious also, i mean so did you notice that they were the only couple so far that even in the upcoming previews they didn't show any fighting yeah, I did see that. I did. Yeah, I did too, but this is TLC. Mm -hmm. There's a bomb coming somewhere. Oh, that's that, there's a bomb coming. That's it's just true. ticking. That is <laughs> it has to be some sort of drama or they wouldn't have made it. So I'm interested in seeing the drama, though. I am. Yeah. So, all right. So last night, there was a new couple that was introduced, and it, they got under everybody's skin. Literally everyone in America. It was trending all the way through today. So Brandon and Mary, Brandon, oh. um, yes, and Mary's from the Philippines, and they they are on video call 24-7-365, even when he's sleeping, when she's sleeping, when he's using the bathroom, when he's at the dentist. There can't be a time when they can't be on video call, except for when Mary unplugs her router, and she goes to hang out with her male friends. Now, again, I don't, I, I want to say, I don't think that her male friends are, are like a threat, but for some reason they don't trust each other at all. So like they can't be around other guys. She can't be around other girls. He can't be around other girls. It's, it's like a very toxic codependency relationship. And I think a lot of people were really bothered by it because so many red flags, like as, as they were going through the, the, the package, I just kept seeing red flag after red flag after red flag. So I kind of want to go around and talk to you guys and see what was the one thing about them that bothered you the most? There wasn't one thing. It was all of the things <laughs> that bothered me the most. I felt like I was watching children. Like, I realized yeah. they're in their 20s, but I felt like they were children, all of them. And I don't feel like they're old enough to be on TV. You can't, I, those people, the, the guys she was sitting with at the park, those were little boys. 
she's a little girl like none of this seems okay even a little bit none of it i can't believe i'm gonna say this right now but she makes um she makes jasmine look like an angel yeah yeah i agree with you a lot of people were saying she <laughs> makes angela seem like an awesome person to be in a relationship with because you know how angela is with michael and how she can't trust him <laughs> literally at all yeah. angela is like a one perfect wife compared to this girl he can't do anything everything that he does makes her upset and she cries and she cries and don't get me wrong i'm not like downplaying emotion or anything but is she really hurt or is this like a control tactic that she uses to get it's a control wants? thing it's a control thing because you know they they both said that they both got cheated on yeah well i mean how are you gonna take how are you gonna take um your past into another relationship why are you making that person pay for what you went through they didn't do it to you you know unless they give you a reason not to trust them you should trust them but being on the phone 24 7 and then her faking that the internet goes out just so she can go hang out with her friends let him fake that the internet um went off at his house she will have a freaking heart failure yeah i mean he's not even allowed to go to his mom's house yeah he can't see his mom or his sister because his mom had that crazy female roommates oh so apparently his mom his his backstory is is it's a tragic story because at three years old, I believe he said his parents split up. Um, they divorced, and he stayed with his mom. And then when he was 15, um, his mom failed a drug test, and she lost custody of all of her children, which oh. I can't even imagine how traumatic that is for a child. Because the only thing a child is looking for is love and constant, you know, constant people in their lives, and they they had both of that ripped away. So I can't imagine how damaging that could be. But now the way that he's in this relationship he's kind of shutting out everyone and his mom has been sober for years she's trying to be in his life but since you know he's with mary mary doesn't like him interacting with other women even his sister which i just think is insane to me this is your sister this is your family and then his little brother was like i just miss my brother i wish that you wouldn't pick her over us and the fact that he brought her to the table with him he couldn't even interact with his family like just his family no other non family members there without her like supervising i think that was just insane to me like he's not allowed to have a conversation with his mom sister or brother unless she's supervising the conversation it's like cara i know you want to say something Go ahead. i can tell you how that works in oregon because i'm in oregon it did it wasn't just because she failed the drug test there's so much back history there children's services division doesn't just randomly knock on people's doors and make you drug test. That's not how that works. Children's services division has been in their life for a very long time. And I think, I think his dad, when his mom and dad split up, I think his dad was probably in jail for a stint of time. And mom was the only hope of custody at that time, but she had conditional custody, conditional supervised custody. And she, failed her conditions and she failed it too many times and then they took the kids away there's more to that than than what they're saying so they took the kids away younger than what he's saying they were in foster and then when dad got out of jail dad got custody because he followed the rules 
did everything right. Then dad got custody. It, I, I'm just listening to this story and none of it makes any sense. I'm pissed off at the mom. I'm pissed off at the sister. I'm pissed off at him. I'm pissed off at the little girl he's dating. I'm pissed off at all of wait, it. Wait, why are you pissed off at his sister? Because it, his sister is just going with what the mom says. Mm -hmm. when, when she literally just came back into the mom's life also. She's eight years younger than him. So she's 15. So she's got a bunch of 15, 16, 17, 18 year old friends hanging around. And that's gonna be a problem for any young boy. But now, now the young boy's got the, the girl on the phone. The sister's only speaking up because the mom's sitting there. The little brother probably doesn't even know him. I mean, I'm sorry that I sound cold hearted on all of this, but this, this seems so far-fetched to me. All of this seems so far-fetched. Well, I did catch Brandon when they were confronting him. He was like, let's cut the crap. He was like, don't pretend like y'all are in my life. This yep. is a very recent thing. He did say that. He was like, you guys are making it seem like I cut you out of my life. You weren't there. Yeah. And he was like, there was no reason why you weren't there other than you didn't want to be. And he's like, now that you're ready to be in my life, now I'm supposed to make time. And I kind of I kind of feel that because, you know, I grew up with just my mom and my dad was around, but not really. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to come around now that you're ready, I don't have to welcome you because you could have been there the whole time. Yeah. You know, so I kind of understood where he was coming from because he was like, you guys are being hard on me because you feel like you don't get any time with me. But before Mary came around, I didn't see you guys. Yeah. I didn't hear from you guys. So don't don't come with this, oh my God, you're picking her over your family when he's like, recently I didn't have family until like now, you know? And oh, like, so- To his mom, she picked drugs over her kid, plain and simple, over all of her kids. So shut your mouth. You're nothing but a damn liar. Get out of my face. She has been doing whatever she wants until he was on TV. And now she's trying to be a mom. Bullshit. Bullshit. Sorry. Bullshit. So what do we think about Brandon living in his um, godparents' RV? Because apparently he left his dad's house at 18. And for a couple of years, I think, he was living um, randomly with people or sleeping on couches, couch diving, I think you call it. And then he was sleeping in his truck. Um, what do you think about him not being motivated to take care of himself. I have a couple of feelings okay. on that. Okay. I feel like, number one, I'm glad that he lived in his truck and lives with his godparents and all of that. Because with the role models that he grew up with, he could be face down in a ditch somewhere. He could be very on drugs. He could be in a very bad place. He could have a job, but that, you know, doesn't work with his relationship that I... I'm so against the relationship. So don't think I'm mm -hmm. saying, I hope they make it. But I'm saying is good on his godparents for making sure that he had a place to go. Good on his godparents for saying, you have to earn your keep by mm -hmm. doing chores around them. You know, but he, he could have been in a lot worse position than what he is with yeah. the role models that he had growing up, plain and simple. Yeah, I think that the fact that his godparents stepped in when they heard he was living in his truck and they were like, no, you're going to come live with us. I think that but that's for good. Him to leave, for him to leave his dad's as soon as he hit 18, that should tell you that even the dad wasn't good news. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, he said something about his dad was real. I mean, he was a mean, he was a mean person. Yeah. So, I mean.
Yeah. I, and I got to say something. I don't I don't know why his godparents would let him be living in an RV. I mean, why can't he stay in their house? Probably because like, okay. they're sick and tired of listening to him be on the damn phone 24-7 for the last two years. I was thinking I him a lot too. I was thinking that too because he said he uses the bathroom in the RV, which is disgusting. Yeah. Like, because that smell and stuff stays. And I was like, why won't they just let him use the bathroom in the house? Right? Because I was like, there's a house right there. I know they have plumbing because they have a pool. Yep. Like, I had questions. Did you, I, I don't know. I felt like, but Kari, you might be onto something because maybe they're just sick of him staying up all night I would talking be. on the phone. I would be. I would be like, you're not going to be walking around my house holding some stranger every freaking where you go, taking her in the bathroom to do God knows what. You're not going to be sitting at my table with a phone with somebody just sitting there. That's not happening. That's absurd. If you want to stay here, you got to stay outside. You got to do your thing. You know, the motorhome drives so he can drive it down to the RV place and dump his gray water. He can get rid of that. That's the responsibility he needs to do. So that's on him. But good on them for giving him a place to park it. Yeah, yeah I agree. So I don't know a shit show complete shit show well yeah I, this was a lot like i was ready for the drama but when they opened the scene with him using the bathroom with her on the phone it was just a lot i was like this is i'm not like closed-minded but i was like this is probably the craziest relationship that I've is where I've seen. That i mean it's absolutely was my mind the producers couldn't even talk to him without her being right there on the phone. Like, seriously? I mean, oh my gosh. This also, is a, yeah. He said he, he donates his time. He said that. He donates his time to charity. He does this and he does this and he does this. I'm thinking, when do you do that? You can't go volunteer anywhere and say, hey, me and my girlfriend, we're going to go ahead and clean up these dog kennels for you. But I got to have her with me. That's not happening. So he doesn't donate shit. Like, this is the biggest disaster of 90 Day History. And I'm just right. waiting for it to explode. I can't wait. Like, first of all, we haven't even seen him make it to the Philippines. Somebody said on Twitter last night, they're like, well, this is one person that we know won't be caught in a culture shock when he gets to the Philippines because he's basically already living in a third world condition. Like an RV, you're not necessarily getting everything that you would get if you were living in a home or an apartment. You know, there's a limitation. So I were like, this isn't gonna bother him. But when he gets to the Philippines, this is what I'm wondering. Who's gonna work? Yeah. Because Mary doesn't work. He doesn't work. It doesn't seem like any of them are looking to work. So I was like, what's going to happen once they get there? Like, what's the plan? But I have a feeling they haven't thought that far. Because, Absolutely. yeah, it's cheaper to live in the Philippines, but cheaper still revolves around some sort of money. You know, so he's not going there with, like, a savings. Like, a lot of times we see um, people, cast members, go over to the other country with their savings, with their retirement, you know, with their pensions. They have something. They have a plan. He's going over there with absolutely nothing. It took him two years to save $2,000. So yeah. my biggest worry is who's going to take care of them when he gets there? Nobody. It, he'll, he's already, I'm sure he's already home. That already exploded months ago. He's probably already home. I mean, 
when she lived with her grandparents and sleeps it looked like she was sleeping on the floor on 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 a pallet so i mean they probably ain't got to worry about paying bills but still like you said i mean they gotta eat you know he has a bed in his rv i mean yeah it's more than he's when he goes there i'm just i'm waiting for him to to see what it's like when he has to ride a caribou and all the things i'm just i'm waiting it's gonna explode so big they're gonna they're never gonna make it oh, oh Portuguese. when he finds out that she disconnects the wi-fi and go hangs out with her friends yep. i mean you can tell that they they're there's no way possible he would be in any kind of competition with them but still the fact is they're men yep well, and she's uh, hiding it. He's lying about doing it. Oh, Portuguese princess says that he was working in the rice field in the Philippines. So apparently he was working. I did see him like standing in like a lake or water. I guess I thought that so maybe that was him in the rice field. Bitching about caribou poop. So that's <laughs> like I mean, I don't, I, I don't see how any relationship can function when the other person is not allowed to talk to the opposite sex. Because we were watching this with Angela and Michael, because I remember anytime Michael, and actually Jasmine too, anytime Gino or Michael had a conversation, just a normal conversation, like I was at Walmart today, I had a conversation with a female because I scanned something wrong at the thing, I needed help, that would have set her off. Yep. Like the idea of interacting with a human woman yep. So talk like there's no possible way for a healthy relationship because women exist. I don't know if yeah. Mary knows that, but women exist. They're everywhere. Believe it or not, there's more women in the world than men. So like not <laughs> only do they exist, but you're outnumbered. There's we're outnumbered by them. Women are everywhere. So the idea that he's gonna live in some sort of fantasy world where the only woman that he's gonna encounter and interact with is her is just crazy. And until she grows up and realizes if you're gonna love somebody and you're gonna marry somebody, you have to just trust the fact that when they go out without you, they aren't doing anything that you don't want them to do. And you have to, first of all, what does she think is so wrong with him talking to a woman? Yeah, I don't understand because I talk to women, you're women, you know, yeah. like what's so wrong with having a conversation with a woman? Is she so insecure that every living woman is a threat to her? Like, I just, I I'm know. trying to understand. I don't know, but all she, all I know is she said, if it doesn't work, she's going to give herself to God and become a nun. Well, girl, put that habit on and move along. Maybe that's exactly what she should do, because I don't think she can never be in a healthy relationship, ever. Yeah. It's just not possible because she doesn't, she has zero trust in people, especially men. She has zero trust. She just assumes for a guy who she's been dating for two years, who has been nothing but faithful to her, who's on the phone with her 24 seven. The only person lying so far that I've seen is her. It's her. And she doesn't yep. trust him. Yep. Two years, he's on the phone. He can't even have a conversation with his mom or sister without her being present, but she still doesn't trust him. There's, there's well, see, that's why, that's why she don't trust him. That's why she don't trust him because she's the one lying. The one that's cheating, the one that's lying, the one that's doing the bad things, those are the ones that's always accusing. Yep. Those are the ones okay. that's always saying that their partner is the one that's doing it. That's how you know okay. you're, you're being lied to or cheated on because you're the one getting accused of doing it all the time. Just like Angela accusing Michael and then she's talking to what's his nuts in Canada. 
and Jasmine <laughs> and Gino talk Jasmine's talking to what's his nuts next door. And that's the way it always works. The guilty party always accuses. The guilty dog always barks. Yep. So maybe she doesn't have trust issues at all. She just doesn't want to get figured out or be yes. caught for what she's yep. doing. But like the way that she's acting might not be trust issues at all. She's done said this talking to the producers, what she does. Does she actually think that it's not going to be brought up in the in the tell-all? Yeah. I mean. Apparently she's never watched 90 Day Fiance before. That's a <laughs> Just saying. Everything is brought up. Everything is brought up at the tell-all. So, yep. yeah. That and more. And there's going to be people, like one of her friends that she sneaks out with, he's going to be on one of the screens. Like yep. he's gonna be on one of the screens. They're gonna question him too. Like it's it's all coming out. If his I, mom lets him, if his mom lets him, because you have to be eighteen or over to be on the show, and those boys were not. Are you sure? They, they just look like they're twelve. It was like <laughs> the children. Philippines is all PLC has got to do is offer enough of this right here, yeah. and they will they, they will say anything TLC wants them to say, even if it's a lie. They'll say yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, okay? You're not I'm being real. I'm just, I'm just not wrong. Just keeping it real. The moms are like, yes, boys, go out and play with your TV family and bring home the bacon. It's, I mean, if it's paying. Yeah. I don't know. This this was a lot for me. This premiere, it was a lot. I, I enjoyed it, but I was just, I mean, I was thoroughly entertained, but I was also bothered by what I saw, because I just, the the toxicity of the two of them, it just, it makes me realize that toxic people play off of each other, I guess, because we usually see one side of toxic behavior, but to see two sides of toxic behavior in the same relationship, I think it just, it caught my attention. Yeah. You know, we watch, you know, Jasmine dealing with Gino, or Angela dealing with Mike, but we see one side of it, but it's like when you see both of them like kind of going at each other like cage dogs with their toxicity, it's like at some point it's gonna be like an explosion. And, and I don't know. Out of his own mouth, right off the bat, he said tumultuous and toxic. Yep. His mouth. You know that and you're still going? Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like he feels like this is love. And I, I understand that he's been through a lot emotionally you know, with his family, with his parents, with his upbringing, with foster care, all of this, being homeless, you know, all of the things that he's experienced, no one that young has usually gone through that. Yeah. And when they have, you know, you spend years and years in therapy trying to grasp the, the severity of the damage that has taken place to you emotionally. But I still feel that this is just, even his mom, you know, who, you know, we have our own reservations about, she's like, you gotta see that this isn't gonna be healthy for you. And it's like, he's, he needs a support system. And I feel like he's being pulled in different directions. And I don't know if he's emotionally capable to deal with it if it doesn't work out. I think that's what worries me the most. I feel like he's very emotionally unstable. And I feel like if this doesn't work out, I'm worried what he would do or how he's gonna react yeah. to that situation because i don't know if he's like emotionally ready to deal with that type of breakup or failure he's dedicated so much of his time in his life to this there's no option in his mind other than they're going to get yeah. married 
and yeah. be together. So I'm worried if that doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm sad that his godparents weren't the one instead of the mom and the sister. Well, yeah, it kind of seemed like, I don't want to say the godparents were like, okay with it, because I don't know that. But yeah. you're right, they never stepped in on camera and said how they felt. And I don't know if that was... I mean, they were probably thinking, I can't believe, I mean, they obviously have their own feelings about things his mom has done and things the dad has done and so on. So it it could be the situation where it's like, she's coming over, I'm not coming out kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. I've been there. I've been there. I raised one of my sister's kids and I felt the same way. If she's coming over, I'm not coming out. I've been there. So I just hope it works out for him after it's all said and done. I hope he takes his TLC money and is able to find himself a place to live here in Oregon or, or wherever in the States and is able to get a job and all of that stuff. I hope that that's the push that he needed. Yeah, I feel like I'm not a doctor, but I feel like there's a lot of like emotional like damage yes. that needs to be packed. Absolutely. Like on both sides. He has a lot of trauma. Yeah. He has uh, trauma somewhere. But the way he was talking about his dad, if I had to um, think about where it mostly come from, is probably from his dad. Because he did say his dad was really mean. Was Like he was brutal. So, I mean, I feel really like hard. when you have both parents and, and to some extent they both failed you, I feel yeah. like that's just, I can't imagine the, the emotional hurt that you feel because yep. the two people in the world that were put on this earth to, to help you succeed, you feel they did the opposite. Yep. I can't imagine how you can deal with that and unpack that, especially at a young age. He was 15 years old when he was ripped away from his mom, already dealing with the fact that his parents were divorced. Like I can't imagine, I feel like children are not equipped to deal with those type of things. Sometimes I feel like adults aren't even equipped to deal with these type of things. So when someone that young goes through that, I can't imagine how they're like doing on the inside, you know, because on the outside, it's one thing, but on the inside, how are they functioning? And I think this relationship is kind of a, a representation of how he's functioning on the inside. For I, know, I know that he says his mom lost custody of him at 15, or he lost his mom at 15, or however he wants to word it. But the fact of the matter is, is that woman checked out long before that so he was parentless for a long while, you know, and it's sad. It's so sad. And if even spend one day in foster care, that's one day too many. Yeah. And I'm sure that he's got a lot of trauma that he needs. He needs some professional help with, you know, mm -hmm. it's not a matter of some 12 year old girl over in the Philippines telling him everything's going to be fine. You know, he needs something else. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's all agreement. I'm an advocate for therapy. I've told everybody I'm open about it. I um I grew up in a religious cult and I've been in therapy ever since. Yep. And I still to this day deal with some of the emotional damage that that cult did to me. So I'm an advocate for it. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. I know some people from past seasons, I, I was like, oh, they could benefit from therapy. And they, they came at me and they thought it, it's never from a bad place. I'm in it. Okay. I'm like, in yeah, I'm in it. I would never tell you to do something that I don't yep. do. And I think that it, it makes you 
healthy to see yourself and hear yourself from another point of view and to ask yourself questions. When you talk to the therapist, they say, well, why do you feel that way? Why are yeah. you angry? Why are you hurt? I think it's, it's important to analyze how you feel because when you just yeah. have feelings and you don't do anything with them and you don't know what they're for and why you have them, it's not helpful. Analyzing why you feel the way that you are or you do is a good way to grow and progress from that because a lot of times we stay in that traumatic state in our life. We don't move yeah. forward or backwards. We don't progress and we can't move forward because we're stuck. Yeah. And I think therapy is that. And I just, I want everybody to find love and to be happy. Okay. Like I think everybody deserves that. But yeah. sometimes yes. when we see their definition of love, yeah. it's like, that's not what it is it should never you should never feel that you have to trade in certain things or people in your life to be happy or to be loved you don't have to do that people love you for who you are or they don't love you at all yep i agree yeah it has to be it, it has to be so well don't come after me guys but it has to be 50 50 you know what i'm saying i've heard a lot of times where people say no it don't have to be 50 50 the the you know, it needs to be, um, the man needs to give more than the woman. No, it th no, it has to be 50-50, yep. you know, um, if whether you're in a same-sex relationship, whether you're, you know, with a, a woman or a man or whatever the situation is, you should not have to um, belittle yourself or to um, lose your self-esteem because of your partner, yep. you know, just yep. because they have... Um, issues that should you should not have to lower your your self-esteem or your um, morals to their standards yeah. they need to get help i agree yeah you can't change yourself and cater to their their exactly issues. and i think everybody deserves to be loved everybody does i mean everybody does the world would be a, a better place if everybody knew how to love correctly yeah. but some people just don't know how to love correctly <laughs> yep. You nailed it. You yep. nailed it. I think everyone's interpretation of love is different. Yeah. And it has a lot to do with your upbringing. Yeah. And what you saw, the people in your life, when you see love, I, I think um, I learned from my therapist as a younger age, what I thought was love was what I thought I saw between my mom and my dad growing up. That's both my first representation. So yeah. that's what I thought it was supposed to look like. And, you know, they're divorced and they don't even speak. So I had no idea what love was supposed to look like. Yeah. You know, I thought, so I thought that a toxic relationship and arguing and cheating and lying, that was okay. And then I had to, you know, learn just because that's what I saw first. That's what I learned first. That's not what it is. Just like, I think the first time I, I learned, took driving lessons, I was driving with, I think my brother and he was speeding he didn't use turn signals. that was the first representation so i thought oh this is how you drive i had to realize hey that's how you die in a car that's not yeah, how you drive exactly. so I, and, but our minds want to hold on to that first representation yep. of things and we have to teach ourselves that's not always the best way to do it yep I yeah agree. i agree completely so this season premiere was insane i'm excited oh what do you guys think about this um did we talk about it? The last resort that's coming up next month. We got like a month. Um, last resort. I'm excited. Me really? too. I'm yeah. kind of excited too. Cause you know, Molly was on there with Kelly and you know, things have went hella south since then. And um, Kalani and Asuelo, because there's been so much back and forth. Yeah. 
about are they together or are they not together because they're still living really close together. And we always see Asuelo with the boys and Kalana with the boys. We don't really ever see them together with the boys. So it's like, we don't really know what the hell is going on. Well, so we kind of yeah. just- Isn't Asuelo with Winter? Or that's what it was all over the, the social media? I mean, that's, I don't that's what's all over social media. I'm just asking. I, I Guys, don't come after me. I'm just asking. Well, <laughs> I mean- Okay, so the story I heard about that was they were out. It was Winter Kalani, no, Winter Oswelo, River, um, Chantel, Jovi, and Yar, I believe. They're all out together. And Winter was told by someone in the group that Oswelo was single. Hey, Mark. And that was the information that she was given. So she was a little more flirtatious because yeah. she did not realize that that marriage was not dissolved. Yeah. That's how I was explaining it. So, cause I heard that she said that they never would have been sitting that close or talking or conversing the way that they were had she had been giving um, accurate information. Now, Winter does not watch any of the spinoffs. So, cause a lot of people are like, well, there's no way she didn't know. Winter does not watch any of the spinoffs. So she didn't know that they weren't together because she doesn't keep up with the shows. And it's been a while since they were been on as they've been on the shows as well. Yeah. Well, I hope, I, I mean, this new show is going to be something. I feel but, like y'all know where everybody's at because we all follow their Instagrams, but, but. Why, why is, why is, um, Angela and Michael on there with Michael at, I, they said that he's going to be on TV the whole time, like on a screen or something. Why? I don't know. No, I heard that too. Yeah. He's never made it here. But they filmed with him through, like, I guess, FaceTime, whatever you use, Zoom, this whole time, which I don't know. It's We've been following them for so long, and it's like we've been watching people get K1s left and right. Where the hell is Michael's K1? Either it's yes or no at this point, right? Yeah. Like, I, feel I, see like on, I see on social media one week that he's in the United States, and I see he's not in the United States, and I see they broke up. Then I see that she's got a new man. Then I see that she's <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Now, mind you, now, mind you, Angela lives, like, 30 minutes from me. Her oh, home is 30 minutes from me. Yeah. Have you so, seen her around? No, because I don't go to that little town. That little town is, you blink your eyes and you you miss the whole town. It's like, oh. yeah, I don't, I don't go on that side. The only time I have to go through there is whenever um, I have to go to um, North Carolina. Um, then, you know, of course it takes me up through there and then, you know, I get on 95, Yeah. but, um, but yeah, she lives like 30, about 30 minutes for me, 45 minutes, the tops, depending on the, the traffic. Yeah. Well, that's like cuckoo and cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs live like, like an hour from me. <laughs> Wait, who? What's, hey, what's her face? Hey, Kim. My besties in here, y'all. My besties in here. Hey, Kim. Brandon and Mary. Wait, Brandon lives close to you? Yes. Oh, wait. So are you allowed to say that there is a possibility that you could possibly know them or know of them? I know of their mom. I can say that. Okay. And that's where I'm going to leave that. Okay. So maybe Hi, later in the season. Hey. My feelings are a little bit stronger. Okay, okay, so we're gonna leave that be for 
for right now. But, you know, as we get to know them later in the season, I don't think we're going to get to know any information that's going to make us feel any differently. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it'll just make our feelings a little stronger as we go along. Yes. But, you know, I'm excited for that. And I want to meet the rest of the couples, too, because we haven't even met everyone. Yeah. They really dropped a bomb on us. Like, this season premiere, I, I wasn't ready. And I just think that Brandon and Mary are going to be the stars. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but they're going to be the flagship for this season because it, they just got everybody hyped up last night. Like, Twitter was going crazy, and everybody was just so vocal. Yes, like, everyone was just so angry. And I, I feel like TVs might have gotten broken last night. People were just like, no, throwing yes. things. Like, stop. Like, it was that crazy. So. Yep. I'm excited for it. We have two shows going at yeah. once. That's how much 90 Day Fiance we have going. And then in a month, we're going to have three because we're going to have The Last Resort as well. So I don't know how we're going to manage to do all this. We have to do maybe Sunday two lives in one night, Sunday right? I know. How are we going to do all this? You know, you know, my schedule's flexible. So, I mean, I'm available 24-7. So y'all got to do is just send me a quick text. Hey, we fixing the film. Okay, let's go. We <laughs> got to cover last resort i'm excited oh jovi and yara are on it too i don't know if i mentioned that jovi and yara i don't how do y'all feel about jovi and yara we fans i like them I, I like jovi and yara i mean i like them too i like them i'm i mean to be honest i didn't think you know whenever they were on uh 90 day fiance i didn't think that they were going to last because of her mom um especially whenever they went over there and she went apartment hunting and all that um but and then I got upset at Adam how they were treating his mom. Um, but I like them. I like them. I can't say anything negative about them. I, I just, know. you know, I like them yeah. too. They're in Louisiana. And I grew little, up there. So I like girl them. is she is so cute. I am so, very yeah. you're gonna be on there. I feel like they shouldn't be able to air that part. Wait, what? I feel like they shouldn't be able to air the Molly and Kelly shit. Why? Because, oh, because of the... Everybody knows what's going on with that. Everybody knows. Whoa. And so you can't even go into it thinking, well, maybe they worked on it. Maybe they're together. Maybe... We all know they're not together. Well, yeah, we know that they're not together. But I kind of wanted to get a little more insight on why they broke up. Like, I know what the initial altercation and everything was, but then it's... it's, it's on the show. I mean... Maybe we can get some answers about Cynthia too, because we're we're kind of left um, out in the cold with anything really, because we don't really know why any of it happened. We I know the altercation. I can't speak on all of it, but I can tell you Kelly's side. Oh, so Kelly's. Uh huh. So, speaking of um that, today's Molly's birthday. Happy birthday to Molly, yeah, everybody! Happy Molly. Say hi and happy birthday to Molly. Today's her birthday. Hi. Molly, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So we're going to come back next week. Yeah, we'll be here Sunday to talk about before the 90 days because Amanda and Rosvon are back because we didn't get them. And um, Misha and Nicola are back. And we need to see what's up with Tyree because obviously there's some even more risk. Right. Yeah, I was um, hired. So, yeah, it's going to be. I guess TLC is saving the best for last, I, huh? I know, right? So yeah. we'll be back to cover that as well. 
Thanks for joining us. Thanks to my co-host, Didi and Kara. And we're glad that everything is okay with you, Didi. Yes. Everyone was worried. I got so many messages. Everything is fine, right? I don't know. Is everything yes, fine? everything everything is fine. Oh. I had a we had a little scare, but yeah, I did I got home. I texted you um almost two o'clock this morning to let you know I was back home. Um, but everything is we cleared, so it's good. Thank you. And goodness. I'm Love so it. glad. Thank y'all so much for the love and support and the prayers. That really, really means a lot to me and my family. Thank you guys. You guys really. Awesome. All right, guys. We're going to talk to you guys really soon. Follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Mossy Show. I charted um, on the top 100 of podcasts this week. So I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who listen to me ramble on for hours and hours every week. I love you guys for even doing that because my own family don't want to hear me talk. So I love you. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll talk to you all. Oh, follow my co-hosts too, Car and Didi. They're tagged in this video. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.